Then President Moon says, you've come to the south, when can I come to the north? And Kim Jong-un says, Ah, he went back into the north. Look at that. Almost as if they're erasing the line. But they have some very difficult issues to discuss. Time for NK Now. We'll get the latest uh, on the developments uh, coming out of Pyongyang. Uh, joining us once again, the sole correspondent for NK News, uh, Kim Jong-min. Good morning to you. Good morning. We're going to talk first about uh, one of the side effects of the coronavirus pandemic, unfortunately, has been the uh, uh, shutdown of schools uh, all over the world. And so now the question is, and we've had a big issue in this uh, in Korea as well, when can schools reopen? How safe it is to reopen? What kind of terms uh, will these schools and students be allowed to uh, go back to their classrooms? Uh, North Korea also faces this issue. Some interesting things Mm -hmm. going on here. Uh, Apparently, uh, NK News reported that schools shut down in Pyongyang. So since when have they shut down again? So they closed again. We have heard from multiple sources that schools have been closed very recently. One source told us they have been closed since July 1st, which is a week ago. Um, We also learned that children were not seen walking to school this week on a previously used route for those children, which means that they are at home probably. Mm. Um, Yeah, so they have closed again. Usually, um, uh, from what we understand, let's say in South Korea, is there are some metrics involved uh, that would lead to a decision to shut Mm -hmm. schools down, uh, whether it's, let's say, uh, daily infections or an outbreak in a school or some other kind of scientific evidence in regards to that. I I don't believe there is a uh, a North Korean version of Jung Eun-kyung who Mm -hmm. gives daily briefings and and has... uh, There's (laughs) Ochun-bok. Okay, okay. But the question from the North Korean perspective is why are they shutting the schools down now? What's happened there? Mm. So we don't exactly know what's what's happening in terms of COVID-19, but what we know is that that close followed Kim Jong-un's July 2nd Politburo meeting uh, in in which he ordered that COVID-19 measures should be re-examined. He made, quote-unquote, sharp criticism of inattention prevalent among some of the officials, which is like a very sharp criticism coming Mm. from him, Mm. and violation of the rules of their emergency anti-epidemic work. And this means that the closure of schools could be from like a more strengthened COVID-19 related measures yet again coming from the Politburo meeting itself. Right. So um, we don't know necessarily that uh, there was a trigger to this, but we know Mm -hmm. that uh, certainly the leader Kim Jong-un made some comments and subsequently uh, we've seen the the reaction to that. Uh, The question, because you're saying shut down again, uh, the schools did go through uh, in North Korea the so-called extended Mm -hmm. winter vacation uh, due to their initial COVID-19 related measures, right? Mm -hmm. So this closure is just a month after a long delayed start to the spring semester. And in South Korea, it usually begins in March, right? But in North Korea, it begins in April. But this year, it was reopened only on June 3rd. So it's only been less than a month. And some high schools and universities, they were open in late April, Mm. but very limited. And Mm. they strengthen prevention measures like the medical checkups and stuff. And it's also unclear if the closure this time covers all schools from primary to university and whether or not it's the same outside Pyongyang because the sources we heard from were from Pyongyang. Yeah, uh, we don't have any specifics at all in terms of uh, epidemiological research into Mm. uh, the COVID pandemic uh, in North Korea. But are there any other possible reasons for the closure? For the school, I think COVID-related measures most likely. North Korea still claims zero cases. Um, But some 
some signs there are that KCTV, for example, KCTV resumed sections on domestic quarantine measures after the Politburo meeting by Kim Jong-un. And this was halted in late March. Mm. Until then, KCTV even showed like foreign hazmat suits in Pyongyang for like months. Mm. Um, So something is definitely going on. Something is being definitely strengthened in Pyongyang. Um, Aside from COVID, it's less likely in my opinion, but sources also said that this could be related to diverting children to the practices for the mass games that we discussed last week. Okay, so uh, yeah, it seems like it's purely circumstantial evidence, but if you have zero cases at all, you probably don't have a bunch of officials uh, in hazmat suits uh, running around. Right? Well, yeah. <laughs> so, but again, uh, we don't know what we don't know. Let's talk about something we sort of know, which is uh, the comments coming out of U.S. officials and, and uh, the South Korean press uh, kind of uh, chattering about this. Uh, this made headlines in a big way uh, yesterday, Donald Trump. And again, Let's take things with a grain of salt uh, when uh, words Mm -hmm. are issued uh, from Trump. But he says that he's interested in a third summit with Kim Jong-un. He claims that the North Koreans want to meet. Uh, So um, let's try to break this down. What exactly did Trump say and what was the context of his comments? So it was an an interview you air on Sunday and he was asked if he wants to meet Kim again and he quote-unquote said, I understand they want to meet and we would certainly do that. The context is confusing in short because North Korean officials have been saying for a week repeatedly that they don't want to meet. Yeah, so uh, unless they have some back channel with uh, Trump uh, saying, you know, we actually really want to meet but just to (laughs) save face we're going to say that we we don't want to meet but just just know that. But then if he blurts it out, then that sort of kind of, <laughs> uh, kind of renders all of that mood. So, so who said what? How, how, how did this idea of another uh, Trump-Kim summit come about? It started with South Korean President Moon on July 1st. He said that South Korea hopes that the two sit face-to-face one more time before the U.S. presidential election and that South Korea will mediate. And around the time reports emerged that Begun is visiting Seoul, which he is right now, and Yomiuri reported that Begun is bringing some sort of message from Trump to give to Begun's Um, counterparts in North Korea via Panmunjom, which Began denied yesterday in Seoul. And then Choi Sun-hee, North Korean vice foreign minister, dismissed Moon's mediation, said that North Koreans do not feel any need to sit face-to-face with the U.S. again. Um, And then a few hours before Began's arrival, the uh, foreign ministry's top official, Kwon jong statement also said that explicitly speaking, once again, we have no, no intention mm-hmm. to sit face to face with the U.S. And then just hours later, Began said that he did not come to Seoul to meet with North Koreans. And then at the same time, a Trump interview was released saying they want to meet. I do, too. This was very all very confusing where Trump got the idea from and that they want to meet. Yeah, and so it could just be nothing. It just could be some kind of word salad that came out of Trump's brain and just blurted out, or Mm. there could actually be something there. Uh, Before we get to the last question, just to follow up, because with Began, I thought the one interesting comment was uh, he said, I don't take orders from uh, Tresini. Was was there some context behind that? So the actual sentence was, I don't take orders from... Um, the vice foreign che- minister, uh, vice foreign minister Che Sun Hee, nor Ambassador Bolton. Uh-huh. I think reporters asked the question whether or not, um, you know, the, the statements impacted his choice, like like choices he made coming to Asia and whatnot. Yeah. And then I think he was like bothered, and he okay. he responded. Yeah, and that made headlines. It, it's interesting to put it in that context because if you know anything about the history of John Bolton and his views on North Korea, and if you know uh, North Korea's extreme hatred to. Uh, Bolton ever since, uh, let's say, even from back in the George W. Bush oh, yeah. administration, Tresani and Bolton 
uh, being lumped together. Very strange. They are going to respond. I'm making a bet here. That's not necessarily something that I I would think either side would want to be associated with. Then the question, okay, hypothetically, if if Trump is not just kind of spewing something out that doesn't really make sense or has Mm. no no bearing on anything, if there actually is something there and there is some kind of movement of it to try to get a a summit going, from Kim Jong-un's perspective, from what you know and from the reporting that's all been out there, would he even want to meet Trump? Is there any upside for him? And uh, really... Before November, which uh, I know we're in the summer, but this is just less than uh, five months away. Mm. Is it possible that an election is even uh, feasible? Mm. If I were Kim Jong-un, I wouldn't be totally excited Mm. about the idea for many reasons. Some of them, he was already disappointed with Hanoi and he has to bring something bigger than that because he already said it was a failure. And Moon also failed mediating like the Yongbyon and Sanction waiver deal. Um, North Korean state media already have been doing these propaganda on how they are bracing for long-term confrontation with the U.S. But on the other hand, with the possibility of Biden winning, which is a far hawkish counterpart part for Kim, Trump could still be a better option. But this itself is still a complication because there are too many uncertainties at the moment for Kim to figure out in U.S. domestic politics. Mm -hmm. U.S. is so distracted right now with hundreds of other pending issues like COVID and BLM and other stuff. Um, DPRK is not a priority and Kim probably knows it. And there's U.S.-China thing going on. And I think, in my opinion, North Korea is more likely to bide its time and see how the geopolitical dynamics dynamics sort of shape up. Right. And so the question has always been what has evolved from CVID, right, mm. to now what's called FFVD. But, but the overarching goal is you guys got to have to give up your nukes. And that's the fundamental question, because from the U.S. side, regardless Trump or not, whoever's in power, that, that if, if the nukes are uh, not going to be addressed, there mm. really is a low possibility for any deal, right? Exactly. It's, it's a fundamental issue, too, because like whether it's Biden or Trump, we do not know how sincere North Korea was at all about denuclearization in the first place. And if they're not in a hurry to give it up, it also means that unless there's a surefire way they can get what they want, they won't make a hurried move. And yeah. that's exactly what's happening right now. Right. And then the Hawks uh, will likely be concerned that in this kind of period, this uh, lull, that uh, perhaps uh, there will be a temptation for some kind of uh, uh, provocation uh, coming out of the North. All right, we're going to leave it there. You can read more of these stories on uh, nknews.org. Seoul correspondent uh, Kim Jong-min, thank you very much. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you.